Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you missed any of my talk radio breakfast show, don't worry. We've put some of the punchiest bits of this morning's show into a bite-sized podcast, the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. Enjoy. Right now, I'm delighted to welcome Business Minister Nadim Zahawi to the show. Good morning, Chief. Good morning, Chief. Good morning. Well, um, lots of uh, hopeful news out today, particularly regarding these new rapid tests, uh, particularly one that uh, can take just 90 minutes, can, can detect coronavirus and flu and nasal swabs, so nothing that involves medical practitioners being involved in giving the test. Uh, we're told that we could be rolling that out. One million a day by winter, hospitals, care workers, businesses, regular screening. This is the answer to everything. Um. The only worry is, for an awful lot of us, is we feel like we've heard this before. Uh, yet again, another game-changing test, antibody test, this test, and yet we never seem to actually see them rolled out on the scale that uh, we've been told before, and they never seem to be quite as accurate as we're told they will be. Is this going to prove different? I think so, because if you look at the DNA nudge machine, uh, this is um, the invention of the brilliant Professor Chris Tomazu, who... Uh, some of your listeners will will recognize from his uh, cochlear ear hearing aid, which transformed people's lives. Um, uh, this has been actually trialed in uh, six London hospitals, uh, and it does deliver, as Chris says, uh, the results um, just over an hour. Uh, and it doesn't need a, a sort of a, a clinician or someone specifically trained to administer these tests. So that's one. We're buying 5,000 of those machines, which will be rolled out um, uh, across the NHS and labs uh, uh, next month. Um, the uh, other one is from another brilliant uh, British company, Oxford Nanopore, uh, which is the Lampore test, which is being rolled out uh, as of next week, 450,000 uh, tests. Again, uh, a machine that can do about 15,000 tests and deliver the uh, DNA uh, COVID tests and of course flu tests as well uh, in 90 minutes. So uh, this will make a, a massive difference, millions and millions of tests in the coming months. Um, and it will be a, a big difference. And it's as accurate as the uh, swab tests that we currently uh, have. And Chris Tomazo quite rightly says it's, it's it's sort of gold standard accuracy in terms of test quality. OK, you can understand people's cynicism, though, given all the promises we've had about all the testing of the antibody testing. OK, so, you know, we can understand it's a new virus. Things take time. And also, uh, you know, it turns out, you know, the antibody testing doesn't show up a lot of the cases, particularly mild cases. Lots of people don't have antibodies. They have T cells. It doesn't show that. Uh, but there's, there's a certain amount of cynicism that we keep being promised these game changes 
hygiene tests. Um, they never seem to materialise on quite the scale we're talking about. I mean, the government has just recently just scaled back its promise to have regular testing of everyone working in and resident in a care home. We haven't even managed that. So how are we going to manage these new tests? Well, look, I think uh, you're right. We've scaled up testing by a hundredfold uh, since the virus uh, hit us uh, back in March. Um, you're right to, uh, you know, actually you know, call us out on saying, look, you know, what happened with the Randox uh, tests? Matt Hancock came to Parliament two weeks ago and actually uh, said to Parliament, look, with this particular test, the Randox test, which is being utilised by care homes, we've had a problem with. Um, we're looking at alternatives, but we're still delivering, uh, Julia, 50,000 tests a day to care homes uh, and focusing that on the care homes that really absolutely need it. We haven't moved away from our... Uh, uh, absolute uh, target to make sure that all care homes uh, get uh, the regular testing uh, that they need. Um, there has been this delay. Mahangal came to Parliament to, because of a specific issue with these Randox tests. Um, but look, you, you know, we're all moving very fast to respond to this virus. We're learning about how the virus is behaving as well. Hence, you see the lockdown in Leicester that's now being eased and then the lockdown in Manchester and West Yorkshire. Um, and I think it, the response from uh, UK innovators has been phenomenal. And just to have, you know, uh, Chris Tomazo and, and Gordon Sangira, two great UK innovators, deliver this, in this at the speed they've done is pretty remarkable. And I think, you know, the ability to conduct tests within 90 minutes without a sort of clinical um, uh, training required will be a game changer. I'm yeah. confident of that. OK, now, now, no one is doubting the extraordinary uh, British ingenuity and innovation. We may well be the first to come up with a, uh, a vaccine. I mean, look, there's no doubt at all our science and our medics are fantastic on that front. The issue, though, is the rolling out of it. Once the government gets involved, rather than just some funding, there seems to be a problem in terms of rolling these out to actually be viable in the real world and on the scale which you promise. Are you guilty of rather promising too much, getting everyone's expectations? We keep having things, you know, testing targets, all these targets. They never seem to be met, not well, not in the terms of which most people would understand. For instance, one person having two tests, to most of us, doesn't count as two, two tests. It counts as one. Um, but you know, are you guilty of perhaps um, getting our hopes up a little bit too much? Well, uh, let me sort of take slight issue with your first point. As the business, business and industry minister, I co-chair the Office for Life Science and the government has created a, an ecosystem. If you talk to industry, uh, whether it's the very largest in AstraZeneca or some of the innovators um, that are coming through, they will tell you that it's because of the Office for Life Science, because of the ecosystem that we've established in the UK, we have the ability to create both the, uh, the speed uh, to move on vaccines or on therapeutics or now on diagnostics testing um, in the United Kingdom um, you know, in putting us in the premier league of countries that can react to this virus as we learn more about it. Um, and I think you, it's unfair to say that, that you know, to be able to, to increase testing by a hundredfold uh, from a, from a you know, March is a pretty impressive um, a, a accomplishment. That doesn't mean that we uh, don't look back and learn the lessons or that we, you know, things don't quite go to plan. For example, with this you know, Randox test that mm. didn't quite deliver. But the right thing to do is, as Matt Hancock did, is come to Parliament two weeks ago and say, look, this has happened. This is how I'm fixing it. Uh, now, sometimes the media don't quite you know, pay attention then. They, they did now and say, oh, gosh, this is the same test that's, that has caused a slight delay in terms of getting to um, you know, the place where we want to be with care homes. It's still delivering 
50,000 tests a day to care homes. Um, and now with these new tests, it really is a game changer to deliver okay. tests within 90 minutes. OK, except two, two thirds of care homes say they're not being able to get hold of those tests. So, you know, there, there is an issue there. Let's talk about uh, more positive things. Eat out to help out these uh, government uh, £10 voucher scheme uh, starting today uh, for Monday to Wednesday throughout the month of August. Uh, people can get up to £10 off uh, meals at half price, up to £10 uh, if they get you know, out. It doesn't include alcohol, which people are disappointed to learn, uh, but encouraging people to go out uh, Monday to Wednesday when restaurants, cafes and pubs and that are often likely to be very empty anyway to encourage us to get, well, not just to spend some money in these uh, these very battered industries and sectors, but also just to get back in the habit of going out. Will you be using your vouchers? I certainly be taking the family out uh, uh, to help my local restaurants. A lot of Stratfordians will do the same thing. Um, and I think it's the right thing to do. If you look at the sector, uh, Julia, and again, um, because obviously I cover business, uh, the people who work in that sector, and you, you're right to say that sector has been really impacted heavily by coronavirus, tend to be younger people, people um, of BAME background or female and lower. Why is uh, that relevant? Why is someone's race or sex relevant in this conversation? I'm going to tell you, well, I'm going to tell you why, because. Hello? I can, can hear, hear we can hear you. You've got a bit fuzzy on the video. Oh, I think we've got you back. Sorry, there's, there's an, another media outlet calling. That's why. Uh, uh, there are uh, other media outlets? Yeah, well, uh, you are, you reign supreme. <laughs> but no, the reason, the reason it's important, uh, I was saying, is that, that actually those demographics um, have been impacted. And it's right that we all go out and support the sector, support that people work in it who are on, um, uh, you know, uh, struggling in many ways because they were first in and, and probably last out of this uh, 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 pandemic. And I think it's only right that we support it. So I'm, I'll be out there doing my bit, as, as will my family. What about the allegations that there's been a bit of a contradiction, a bit of hypocrisy? The government last week talking about an anti-obesity strategy. We're not allowed to see adverts for supposedly junk food uh, on the internet or after nine, so before 9pm on television, we're told. Uh, and, and because this will make us all horribly fat. And yet we're being given a subsidy from the government, from taxpayers' money, to go and eat out. I don't know about you. I tend not to choose the boiled fish and broccoli option when I go out to eat? Well, as I said, look, we quite rightly, I think, have challenged um, the food industry and, of course, restaurants to do their bit, to do the right thing, uh, uh, to make sure that people understand what they're eating and how many calories in the food that they're eating. That doesn't take away from us wanting to support the sector in a difficult time. Uh, the two things can go you know, hand in hand. You can go out and support the sector and eat healthily as well. Um, the most important thing, Julia, you may choose to take the options that you choose. The, the most important thing is that you know what you're eating and hopefully okay. what you're drinking and how many calories you're drinking. Like Boris, I'm slightly heavier built and I've been you know, certainly through this uh, uh, pandemic looking at how I can improve my, my diet. OK, just final question about the other media outlets getting to, getting to you. The House of Lords, uh, 36 new appointees uh, from the Prime Minister, including his own brother and a Russian newspaper owner. Um, do we live in a banana republic now? Well, first of all, it's, it's not a Russian newspaper. It's someone who's chosen to make his home in the United Kingdom, to invest in the United Kingdom. Um, as uh, Joe Johnson, who's contributed uh, both to politics in this country and, of course, to uh, uh, civil society. There's nothing wrong with recognising people who make a contribution uh, to this country. And I think, uh, as the Prime Minister's done, is, is taken in uh, you know, more people into the Lords who aren't from politics uh, than are from politics. But that shouldn't preclude people in politics uh, like Joe, 
to be able to be recognized. The work Joe did in government was actually uh, you know, something that, that, one, he should rightly be proud of, but the country should also uh, quite rightly recognize. Online, on DAB, and on the Talk Radio app. Talk Radio. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Online, on DAB, and on the Talk Radio app. Talk Radio. Uh, let's uh, talk about, uh, well, what's been going on in care homes, though, because the government uh, is bringing in these new tests, rapid testing, these 90-minute tests on front page of lots of the papers today. Uh, but as I said to the government minister, Nadim Sahawi, uh, about uh, half an hour ago, you know, I'm wondering whether, you know, we've heard all this before, uh, all these tests being rolled out, a million here, a million there. And yet we don't ever seem to see quite the scale that we're being promised. And this, of course, at a time when um, the government has apparently abandoned their key pledge to test all care home residents and staff regularly. Absolutely vital, given that, of course, we've seen thousands, thousands of deaths in care homes. Let's talk to Nadra Ahmed, OBE, who's chair of the National Care Association. Good morning to you, Nadra. Good morning, Julia. Good morning. It's very difficult, isn't it, for us, you know, as lay people to understand, you know, this this idea, yeah, more, you know, more of these sort of crucial tests that are going to be game changers rolled out. But, you know, the, the, the basic testing we've had all along, we still haven't got that up to scratch in terms of the numbers available to be actually handed out for people who need these tests. Were we not told from word go that there would be testing of everyone in the care homes and that still isn't happening? Well, from the word go, sadly, we weren't, uh, uh, we didn't have uh, any access to the testing, and it, it sort of appeared late May 
June where we started to get them and all the promises started coming. Uh, and actually, in, it's a bit of a postcode lottery from what I can tell. We've got some providers telling us, you know, they're waiting three, four weeks for tests. So this this weekly testing of staff and monthly testing of residents um, it is very patchy. But of course, because it's patchy, what it's doing is it's laying vulnerable people at risk across the country in a way that we've been promised would not happen. We were told there was a protective ring around us. Oh, sorry. Apologies, Nadia. There's there's quite a lot of sort of of a pinging, a a puffing noise. I don't know if you're a little bit too close uh, to the microphone or not, but it's just difficult to to, to hear. Um, Let me um, let me ask you, I mean, in terms of the number of care homes that have got access to testing, I know my my elderly care aunt's care home, they managed to get testing for everybody about, about a month or so ago, I think it was. But across the board, everybody, whether they had any symptoms or not, and and you know, and, and everyone, it was absolutely fine. There were there were no cases there. They'd had some suspected cases about a month earlier, not been able to get testing for everyone. But am I right in thinking something like two thirds of care homes have not had testing for everyone, asymptomatic testing across the board? Well, we haven't had. Um, I couldn't hear some of your um, uh, question, Julia, but the, the testing, the asymptomatic is the issue in all of this. So you can have the te- if you if you abandon this policy of testing, what you're doing is if somebody has symptoms, we can we can recognize the symptoms and we can either send them home or we can isolate them in, if they're a service user. The problem is the asymptomatic testing. If we don't have regular testing available day in day out for when we need it we're not actually doing the job that we've been no. promised we would be this enabled is, this to is do. pretty basic stuff though isn't it i mean this is you know we know that the this virus will go around like you know wildfire around a, a care home for obvious reasons the same way they went around hospitals we know this is where people who are the most vulnerable why is this not happening? Is it a lack of the, the tests not exist? Do they not have the money for it? Is it lack of will? I mean, what, what do you think the issue is? Well, I don't think it's a lack of will. I think it's an overpromise. I think that's what, sadly, what it is, and it's quite a dangerous overpromise, because the 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 reality in all of this is that that they've had to withdraw. Um, one of the tests that that they sent to all the care homes because of the accuracy. So so care homes were sent these tests and then told you can't use them because they're not accurate they've not then been able to replace those tests so that's created this massive shortage and finding another producer to bring about the tests that are accurate is what they're working at so i don't think i don't think it's that the will isn't there i think the problem we have is there's a massive overpromise based on the stock available Across the UK, online, on DAB and on your smart speaker, Talk Radio. Uh, going to be talking about the £10 eating out vouchers, uh, which started today. And also the worry that masks are actually not helping people, encouraging people to go out and about uh, into the shops and elsewhere, but actually preventing them and putting them off. Let's talk to Alan Sodi about all of this with the Federation of Small Businesses. Good morning to you, Alan. Hi, good morning. Uh, good morning to you. Well, you can talk about schools if you want, but <laughs> this is the thing. We've been told, haven't we, the Chris Whitty on Friday, that press conference with the Prime Minister, that um, that the, uh, the the government uh, has said that they're pretty sure that we have reached sort of the limit of how much we can be mixing and going about our normal lives without an increased spread of the virus. And therefore, we're seeing these local lockdowns. We're seeing uh, uh, some, you know, some moves to look at like what we would do in the future. But a lot of this is going on at the same time as we're trying to encourage people go out 
to the shops, wear a mask, use your £10 voucher, eat out to help out. Um, do you think these messages, these contradictory messages are making it really hard for many small businesses, particularly in the retail and the, uh, uh, the, the food industry, to actually get people to come out and spend their cash? Well, I know where there are local lockdowns, then things like the Eat Out to Help Out won't actually be happening. But I do see your wider point here, Julia, that uh, it, 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 inevitably it's important, of course, that the health and the sciences is put first. It's also important where possible to get more bits of the economy unlocked. But like on Friday, where we had a very last minute announcement from the prime minister that some businesses that thought that they were going to be able to reopen again the following day, all of a sudden, there was a, a feeling that that would be a bit too much too soon. And while, yes, of course, it's understandable that, that the scientific need for that has to be put first, the fact is there are an awful lot of those businesses that had brought staff back off furlough, that had spent money preparing to reopen, that had been taking bookings. Maybe some of those now have to be refunded. And I think the wider point that it goes to show is that th this is not going to go away anytime soon. This is not where we can suddenly flick a switch and get back to normal. And when it comes to government support schemes, there have been a lot of great government support schemes over the last few months. Not everyone has been helped, but an awful yeah. lot of smaller business owners have. But if it's going to be a stop-start reopening, and if things are going to be announced and then people's minds changed again because the science pushes in that direction, then that needs to be reflected in some of those support schemes going forward. And that's the thing, isn't it? The crucial change at the weekend was, of course, the 1st of August. We started seeing employers having to make a contribution to the furlough scheme. And we've seen, of course, you know, at the end of October, that's going to end completely, which, of course, is at a time when we may be, as you say, going back into some versions of lockdown. We've already seen, haven't we, that, uh, uh, you know, the, the local lockdown in the northwest that we were discussing on Friday morning, uh, Greater Manchester uh, actually announced uh, last night to all intents and purposes, uh, you know, an emergency situation, a major incident declared last night uh, because of a sharp rise in infections. Um, how are businesses supposed to cope with this then? Because, you know, it's almost like these were being given help with one hand and it's taken away with the other because with the muddled, muddled messaging that we're getting, like, go out, go out, spend your money. Oh, God, stay at home, stay at home. It's terribly dangerous. We're in the middle of a second wave. It has been really difficult. And, you know, the Prime Minister has talked about uh, planning for the worst and hoping for the best. And a, a lot of businesses are in the position where they're really having to have not just one business continuity plan, but actually several possible plans for different different potential outcomes as part of that, which does make it really hard to plan ahead. It really makes it hard to invest and get back up and running again. And again, it shows the need that, that these businesses are still going to be some way off operating at anything like a normal level and therefore bringing in the kind of money that they were bringing in and being able to pay the bills as easily as they could before. So it's uh, still a very, very long way to go. With the Eat Out to Help Out scheme, though, for launching today, a lot of restaurants, those that are taking part, and it's not just restaurants, it's cafes, yeah. it's pubs as well, anywhere where they have an eating in area, those that have registered and thousands and thousands have will be taking part. They will have been going to great efforts to make sure that their their eating area is completely compliant with the government's regulations, that they've got the distancing, they'll have taken out some tables and chairs, doubtlessly. Some of them, of course, have got outdoor spaces as well, which in the nice weather is is quite helpful. So hopefully for those people who are going out and about you have had the confidence to go out more recently that people will see that actually it's worth supporting particularly yeah. smaller local independent 
food businesses. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I think that's what a lot of people have been doing, haven't we? We often see, uh, you know, footage from Fourth of July onwards of central cities, uh, city centres saying, you know, they're, they're looking empty. But actually, it's because a lot of people just uh, eating out locally. They don't want to be getting in a cab or going on the, the bus or whatever. Uh, and so they're, they're eating out locally. And again, supporting those restaurants. Certainly, in the first day, that's what we do. We went to the restaurant that we've taken our daughter to for years and years, and just felt it just felt really like like sort of coming home. And it was a really nice feeling, a lovely atmosphere in the restaurant. And a lot of this is about it's about habits, isn't it? We spoke to uh, Luke Johnson a little bit earlier of Gales Bakeries. People have got out of the habit of going out. Certainly, I have. I, I mean, part of for me, the lockdown was a little bit of a relief, getting to actually stay in a little bit of a quiet life uh, for a little while. Um, but you know, still busy with work, so it didn't really feel the sort of the pain that a lot of people who who didn't have work were feeling. But um, but for a lot of people, they've just got out of the habit. And the key thing about this Monday to Wednesday, people go out. It's it's going to be a lot quieter. Uh, than than it would be on a Friday or a Saturday. So people who have been a bit anxious, a bit worried, they they can feel a lot safer. And then just get used to the idea, you know what, being out and about isn't so bad. And this scheme's been deliberately targeted at Monday to Wednesday, which is generally for a lot of these food businesses is the the, the quieter part of the week. So I think with all of this, that you know there has to be a, a following of the of the science, and 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 as things stand apart from in areas where those local lockdowns are, this is deemed to be a safe activity to do. As I say, the the restaurants and, and cafes have been sorting out all the distancing and so hopefully people will begin to feel confident to go out to support those businesses and to try to start edging a little bit further towards normal life i think a lot of this has to do with common sense people as well and to be for 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 consumers themselves when they're out and about to, to be following the rules that they're supposed to be doing if they're going to shops to be actually wearing the face mask not just putting it around the chin as i've seen oh, some people doing uh, well, and I know what you were going to say there, Julia. And uh, and also, just on the eat out to help out thing, where it's a restaurant, the, the, the chances are you will have to book ahead, and that's helping restaurants to make sure that they're not yeah. oversubscribed if the, if they are popular. But one thing I would just say with that is please do stick to your booking or if you have to cancel, give them as much I, notice as possible. Cannot, Don't be one of those no-shows. Yes, I cannot get over it. I said someone who used to work as a waitress for many years, I cannot get over people doing that. No, if you can't make it, babysitters cancel, whatever it is, you've got to you've got to let them know because you're stopping someone else getting a meal and you're, uh, yeah, don't, you know, it's, it's it's just bad manners quite apart from the fact it's uh, not helping these businesses to just trying to stay afloat. If you want that restaurant ever to be there in the future, you've got to treat them with the respect you'd want them to treat you. Across the UK, online, on DAB and on your smart speaker. Talk Radio. Thanks for listening to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.